This so is The House Call. Welcome to The House Call Podcast. We're back with another episode. Two episodes, one week. We wanted to come at you right after this uh, Bills versus Rams game. Let's get it. Let's go, boys. So first things first. It's come out that New York Jets recently signed left tackle. Dwayne Brown is out with a shoulder injury. It couldn't he possibly is going to end up on IR. If you're the Jets, what's going on? You don't have Zach Wilson till week four. Two of your tackles are now hurt. This is going to be a long season, Jets fans. But let's keep it going. So Rondell Moore is out for the opener, and J.J. Watt is questionable. It, J, I would have loved to have seen what J.J. Watt's career could have been if he was fully healthy. But again, Elliot, what are your thoughts? You know, do you think the Cardinals are going to be okay with no Rondale Moore and possibly no J.J. Watt? I think what's going to happen is the Chiefs are going to beat up on them because they're playing with half a team, and then everyone's going to say the Chiefs are really good again. That's probably what's going to happen, which oh, I don't think I don't think the Chiefs are going to be very good this season. I think they'll be high middle of the pack, um, but not a top team, if I had to guess. I would, I would put them not winning the division, honestly. Interesting Hon- take. Go ahead. Honestly, just, and losing not only Chandler Jones and free agency, now you got – the loss of J.J. Watt, that's significant. Like, that right. double-digit sack totals you're losing. And you're not getting the – you need to get a pressure on the quarterbacks. Like, if you get Patrick Mahomes off his spot, he tends to make mistakes. Right. Now that he's going to have a ton of time in the backfield because the Chiefs O-line is pretty damn good, he's going to be slinging the ball. It's probably it's probably drifting towards a two-touchdown two game where they're going uh, – they don't have the firepower. DeAndre Hopkins, he's suspended. And now you're missing another receiver. It's just, it's not looking good. Right. And said, also the, not just the talent, but the leadership, right? JJ Watt on the line, calling out what they're doing, helping the younger guys. They're losing that veteran presence. It's ex- it is experience, man. You could just call out the coverages. You could see just how what they're doing. And just, you know, JJ Watt is study habits. He's probably, he knows what Patrick Mahomes going to do. And now that you don't have that, you have a lot of question marks. Right. Most definitely. I mean, I am hopeful for Hollywood Brown's debut, but let's keep it, let's keep it going here. So, Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup will not play versus the Bucks. So, this just puts another notch towards the Bucks beating the Cowboys. Let's continue here. Chris Godwin and uh, Russell Gage are questionable to play on Sunday. So, there's a chance we could see Brady and his wide receivers at full force and. I feel like if he can get his wife, uh, Chris Godwin and Russell Gage, Brady's just going to pick the Cowboys apart. I feel like Godwin, I would bet Godwin plays. He was practicing full participation, I believe, with uh, without any knee brace. So I would, and especially the season opener, I would bet he is like pushing to play. Um, I don't know about Gage, but I, my guess is Godwin at least starts. Yeah. I don't know why any of our podcast members are picking the Cowboys to win. I really yeah. don't know. Look, I get it, the whole 11 games, because we're not going to go into detail what Brady's personal business is going on, because that's not what we do on the House Call podcast. However, it, he's Brady. Brady's Brady. He looked really sharp in the preseason games that he did play in. So I really envision nothing really. You, the team that he has, they've played together. So it's just going to be seamless. Most definitely. Like It's just you give Brady more power firepower and expect him not to be able to tear this team apart come on now and i mean 
I what I foresee for Godwin is I feel like he's gonna play, but it's gonna be limited. It's not gonna be like it was before the injury. It's gonna be limited because you look now, he's got other people. He they can spread the ball around. But let's keep it going, y'all. So into the big news of the day. Lamar Jackson's and the Ravens have failed to reach a deal setting up one of the biggest gambles in NFL history. Rob, what are your thoughts? Lamar is doesn't have a deal. What do you foresee happening? Look at his liked pictures on Twitter, his liked posts on Twitter. He's liking a lot of Miami Dolphins, him in Miami Dolphins gear. Uh, it's kind of concerning. They had a chance to lock him up. They didn't do it. They're having him, and there's it's probably drifting towards franchise tag. So not only are you doing that, you're going to upset him. Uh, it, it's not good. Albeit he's his own, his own. Uh, uh, he represents himself. I just think that it, this is not a good look for the Raven. You you have your franchise quarterback. You don't know what happens if he's not that. I get that he didn't do good last year, but he was a former MVP. I do see him returning back to form. But it, it's just it doesn't look good because the the longer you wait, the higher the number is going to get. Because, like uh, Jake said, this guy gets paid. Now the number keeps going up. Now the number keeps going up. Now the number keeps going up. And at the, some point, you could have got a deal. Now it's going to get the number is going to get significantly more higher. And I wouldn't even say that it was because he didn't play bad. He was just injured for a lot of the season. And really, they were doing well when he was active and healthy. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think. If you have you have your guy, like I, I get it. His play style probably like he's not going to be Brady. He's not going to be playing for twenty years. He might, he'd be lucky to play like twelve, I think, just with how much you're running. That takes a, a pretty big toll on you. But still, like you you want to lock him up. I mean, he's a pretty special player. I mean, if you're Baltimore and you lose Lamar in free agency, you're done. You're done. Season's over. Like. That's competing for a first pick. I get how good exactly. John Harbaugh is as a, as a head coach, but you're, that's something you really can't compensate for. Because what do they really have? They have an injured backfield. Kenyon Drake, J.K. Dobbins can't really, like, they're not healthy enough. Really, the only viable option is because the fact that he has that attribute in his game to be able to be mobile, that you can't, you cannot really make up for that. And just because he's not the most accurate quarterback as far as throwing, he has that other element that makes him just hard to defend and sometimes impossible to keep up with. You're not win. I foresee if Baltimore has to go with Tyler Huntley as their starting quarterback, you win one to two games at maximum. I have no faith in that. I don't know about that, but I see your point. Yeah, and I mean, Lamar in Miami... It, it, it's something oh, I can no, see that happening. Oh, no, that is scary if that it, happens. Exactly. I mean, think about it. Let's say this season, Tua is just terrible. Miami has no answers at quarterback. Lamar's a free agent. They've got seven, money. Seven wins. Seven wins. <laughs> seven wins. They've got money. <laughs> you better Elliot's hope. Perking up. You better hope. <laughs> Elliot's perking up over there. Listen, Dolphins fans and uh, fans of the House Call podcast, if you go a couple episodes back, we actually made a bet. I'm probably going to look like Sia on that episode because likely I think I, I kind of put my foot in my mouth, my mouth. Tune in. If the Dolphins win eight or more games, I'm going to be wearing lipstick. If not, this guy right up here. Is he up here? I can't tell where he is on mine. Yeah, you just if, pointed. You got him. He'll be wearing lipstick. And it's going to be purple, so it's going to be very interesting. I'll probably be dressed like C if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, 
You know, Lamar to Miami is just it's dangerous for the fellow AFC East teams. I got to ask, though. Lamar goes to Miami. Is that enough to beat the Bills? 110%. <laughs> you got you got Tyree Kill. You got Jalen Wilder. You got Mike uh, Gusecki. You have a, a track field at running back. You have an up-and-coming defense. They're really good all around honestly and i don't it's going to be a hard game that the patriots are going to have to play it's really going to be only reason i'm picking the patriots to win this because i just think that like it's the first week and it's a lot to game plan for and usually you make your your biggest mistakes in the first week i think that he goes to that team that's i hate to say this makes me want to throw up there's possible super bowl contenders easily easily I, can see I need I need like five weeks to evaluate the Dolphins before I can give you that take. I, I don't know. I just I think they got a lot of big names and they're gonna have some really awesome plays, but I gotta see it. I gotta I gotta see it to believe it. That's a lot of talent though. Like I get I it. You, you're going based off because we've seen this happen before. Look at the Eagles when they had that dream, dream team. team that uh, that uh, was it. Vince Young appointed that nickname. However, it, it's like. How can you really like? You have to compensate for Lamar's escapability, and then you have to got that that the speed on that team is just insane. It would be something that never happened before. I mean, Elliot, to think about it, this we haven't really seen what Miami has to offer because key pieces have been shitty or been injured. Like, think of it this way: Did we really see what Jalen Waddle could do? No. Why? Because. They had a terrible quarterback. And the fact that he broke the rookie reception record that was set by Anquan Bolden, that alone with Tua and Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick as your quarterback, that's freaking insane. Exactly. Imagine what he can do with a elite elite quarterback. Just let that simmer in the back of your head for a minute. But, I mean, I get what you're saying. There is a lot working against Miami in the fact of you have a rookie coach. You have, you know a bunch of new guys, new offense. You don't know how it's going to work out. There's so much working against Miami, just there's there's working for them. Yep. Oh, gosh. Let me ask y'all this, though. Outside of Miami, where would y'all want to see Lamar go? Where do you think is the best fit outside of Miami? I feel like we can go anywhere, don't you think? I mean, like, he just brings, like, such a different – I mean – like nobody really runs an offense like the Raiders with a healthy Lamar you know I mean yeah I mean it would probably have to be somewhere that doesn't like I don't think he could go to the Bucks or a year ago I don't think he could have gone to the Chiefs right it's anywhere that relies on like a ton of air yards as the main force of their offense I probably probably wouldn't make sense for him to go there but pretty much anywhere else I mean you can work him into anything and it just totally changes it the I only mean, other place I could see is the Colts, just because Matt Ryan, you don't know what you're going to get in him, and they are, they've they already shown that they will transition to another quarterback. Yeah. See, I could see that. And, Ellie, I want to harp on you for a second. You say anyway. Lamar goes to Jacksonville. They'd still be successful. Okay. I think that, like, yeah. Doug Peterson's pretty de- – no, I, I think Doug Peterson's pretty damn head coach, good head coach. Look what he was able to do with Carson Wentz. That should already speak for itself. I don't think Ty, uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to do good this year. That that I, I don't think you can combat that guy. I'm just saying I I, I see his talent, but I don't see that really. Yeah. And now let's take a second to go to our sponsor. Sundays are a ritual in my house. One important part of that routine is drinking liquid IV. 
I love staying hydrated and Liquid IV makes that so easy, especially when I have 12 hours of enjoying football ahead of me. There's so many delicious flavors. My personal favorite is passion fruit. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster than just water alone. Get 25% off and free shipping when you go to liquidiv.com and use code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast at checkout. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com and remember to use the code the underscore house underscore call underscore podcast or click the link in the bio. With that being said, let's talk about this Bills versus Rams game. God bless it. First things first, Elliot, I think you're going to agree with me. Rob, you're going to disagree. Allen and the Bills, they came out last night. They made a statement. Even though he did, Josh Allen didn't have a perfect night, taking that sack, throwing two INTs, you know. Elliot, what were your thoughts watching Josh Allen's night look last night? I thought he looked pretty crisp, honestly. Um, I thought the turnovers made by the offense really, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's too early to tell, but my guess is they're not going to be characteristic. Like, that's probably an outlier tonight, and they still mm-hmm. dominated I mean, their mm-hmm. defense really did a great job of covering Cooper Cup. And uh, how about Josh Allen getting the ball out quickly, shutting down any pass rush the Rams are going to have? I mean, I don't think I heard Aaron Donald's name once, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So when you do that, and the fact that Josh Allen really, he's got the rushing threat too. Like they were talking about it. Like there's like, you know, seven minutes left and you're up 21 and he's still rushing. Chris Collinsworth is like, eh, I don't know about that. And like, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing, but when you have that constant threat of rush, it just limits what you can do. And when you also have the ability to just put it on a dime, I mean, he was like 10 for 10, his first 10 throws, really, really great night passing. So these will be a pretty scary team. I think those two picks, honestly, they're not too much of a cause for concern. Like you touched on that first one, that's on the receiver. That Mm -hmm. second one was a great, great, beautiful play by Troy Hill. And that's not going to happen as much as... I mean, you can call it it is. It's a bad throw. It's behind them. Fair enough. bad decision. Rob, go ahead. I think it it was... Well, see, now going into this game, uh, Sean McVay was 5-0 on on week one games. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's 5-1. He had had a plus 83 point differential. Took a little bit of a hit. It's 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 kind of scary when they didn't blitz at all and got seven sacks. Von Miller being two of those sacks. It's just, look, they had a C minus game. It going, I get it. They it turned into a blowout. They 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 showed that they could have a C minus game and still win and blow the doors off anybody. It's gonna be this team's gonna be scary. I do say this. They had three. The Rams had three points off three turnovers in the first half. They could have realistically been up at least ten points. It you. People are saying that the Bills are that much better. If look, if the Rams capitalize off this, I mean, look, it's they gave them every opportunity. The kicker kicks it out of bounds on kickoff, giving them on, to the 40-yard line. They had every very optimal po- uh, possibility to do it. Listen, Ramsey looked god freaking awful. Six for seven, one targeted. He he gave a pass, perfect passer rating. Gave up 124 yards, 63. Uh, to Stefan Diggs and a touchdown. It he gave up two touchdowns overall, but he just looked bad. Uh, he he's backtracking on his comments that he made about Josh uh, Allen coming out of the, yeah. I guess Have out of the to. draft, saying <laughs> yeah he said he was trash. 
I think now he, I, I do respect this Ramsey. That he, he ate his crow. I do respect him to be responding. But let's talk about Matthew Stafford. I've okay. never seen him. I've never seen him like this. He, you ever seen the She's a Maniac by, was it like Michael Sambello? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She's a maniac, man. You seen that girl that's like tap dancing? That looked like Matt Stafford all game. He just was making, I, he's really a guy that kind of lets it loose anyways. But some of those plays, like Allen Robinson be wide open, just not getting him the ball. By the way, is Allen Robinson a wide receiver one? He does one catch for what no. 12 yards? No, 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 no. Cooper no. Cup's the guy, he's just double covered. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing. Is that really like their only offense? That's and true. Cam Akers, zero, was zero, zero rushing yards. yards. I have a fantasy. Like, come That's on, insane. Man. Rest Look. in peace, Cam Akers, enthusiast for fantasy leagues. I know. Let me put it this way, Rob, since you touched on Matt Stafford. All the talk of the elbow, to me, it's obvious. He's not, he wasn't 100% last night. I'm telling you, he was tap dancing so. in that pocket. He he looked like a deer in headlights. Sacked, uh, sacked seven times. 15 QB hits, three interceptions. And a lot of the interceptions, I was like scratching my head. There was one pass that he could have hit uh, Cooper Cup in the zone that was just like so, uh, such a high point pass that it got tipped up. And I yep. think that one turned into the interception, if not my, not mistaken. It did, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, the Rams, this is going to be a tough season at this point because it's like. It's... Oh, they're not repeating. No, I am no, calling it no right way. now. They are no not way. repeating. They're, there's just. I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna respond. I just think that the absence of a, like a leader of Andrew Whitworth was really apparent. There he was getting knocked around all game. It, it 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 did not look good at all, guys. But like Gabe Davis, Jesus Christ! I'll give you guys a stat right now. In his last three games, six touchdowns, three hundred thirty receiving yards. Jesus! And then in his last two games, twelve receptions for two hundred eighty-nine yards, five touchdowns. My God, is he is he is he coming into his own? Is he just, is this kid a superstar? I or is he gonna be trending towards that? What what do you how do you value this kid? I mean, honestly, I could see this kid t- becoming a superstar. I feel like Josh, you know that those receivers in uh, Buffalo are just superb now that they finally have a quarterback. You've got Diggs and then teasing of bringing OBJ. Imagine how scary that team gets if you add. OBJ. It might be one. It might be the greatest offense I've ever seen outside of 2007 uh, Patriots and was it 2013 Broncos? Yeah. Let me ask y'all this question though: What did the Rams do to fix it? Do they get the run game going and just cut back on Stafford's passing? <laughs> there was no run game last night. I mean, there was problem. no. I think Henderson what was it. Henderson, he was yeah. a better running back easily. But yeah, yeah, I think he had like five touches for forty-seven yards, and and they figured it out. Just don't they they stop all. I, I know Cam Akers fantasy owners are just like throwing hands with the wall that they have in their inside their place. It <laughs> it was bad. I mean, I was stunned to see Cam Akers last night. I always had big expectations for him. I know Elliot, he's on your fantasy team, so you probably want to choke him out right now. Oh, he's probably dropping him. I told I told Brandon. Uh, two days before the the game to get Gabe Davis on his roster, he would easily like just with those just the beginning week one, he would probably would have won the game already in his in his fantasy game. Well, yeah. the nice I, thing is I had Cooper Cup too, and he he doubled his expectations, so I'm right at where I was projected to be, so that worked out. But oh, Cooper Cup has just proven like 
you you can't do I love anything. Him. I you love cannot him. do anything to stop him. Yeah. Yes. I I that's one of the reasons why I always I hope that the Rams will be a little bit better just because I love seeing Cooper Cup's production. And I, I mean I'm looking at their their roster and how they performed against the Bills. I guess I guess it's the Bills. Uh and it's crazy that the, going into the fourth quarter, Le, uh, Leslie Frazier's defense had only given 151 yards in totality. But three minutes left in the second, Stafford to cut for his first for the first points. Three minutes it took him that long. I could look at this team, and they just look like they got complacent. That Super Bowl hangover is real, and I think that there's a possibility. Don't come at me, Rams fans, that they come in third in their division. Arizona, they're going to get better with DeAndre Hopkins coming back. And then you got the 49ers. I get it, Trey Lance. But if Trey Lance turns out to any, any – he's got Kyle, Han- Kyle Shanahan, as the offensive genius on his team. But There's certainly a chance. Yeah, Most there's definitely. definitely a chance that – like especially look at Colin Kaepernick when he came out and people – you have to game play. You don't know what the, how good of a quarterback is. There's not a lot of tape. And usually that's when people can get away in the division. I agree. I feel like, honestly, you know, this Rams team, yeah, they made great moves in with bringing in all these guys, Bobby Wagner and so on and so forth. But the but draft pick thing is now going to rear its ugly yes. head. It's like The I fact said, that you didn't get anybody in the draft, you waited till I think it's like the fifth round where they finally, uh, believe me right now that they wanted Cole Strange and now that I, I'm laughing at the Rams now because exactly. you guys poked fun at us and now... At least we have some kind of farm system, but the turning point of the game was the moment Josh, like the bales didn't look great, but like once Allen, I said it in chat, the moment he became mobile, he looked like he figured them out. He's like, oh, if I start trying to run the ball, I can expose this team. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a claim here, and this is probably gonna be my trademark hot take of the hot take of the episode. Not surprising. Why? Shut up. <laughs> Watching that Bills defensive line, I feel like that a lot of people are on that Bills defensive line are going to look great due to Von Miller's presence. They didn't blitz yeah. one time. He had he had two sacks in his debut as a Bills player. That is yeah. this, that they there right now. I think him being there honestly can take him over the hump. They like I said, C minus game, and they won by 21 points exactly. i get it the, the rams didn't capitalize off there i know you guys expected me to go in on the bills but look they they played a c-minus game and won by 21 yeah the rams didn't convert their points that they should have three points on three turnovers in the first half but like you you have to play the hand that you're dealt one thing i want to say that i noticed is uh there was a bills defensive lineman tim settle he was always in the b-gap and i think that is one thing that is very crucial for the defensive line. So with Von Miller, back to my point of with Von Miller being there, with Von Miller being there, everybody on this Buffalo line is going to look great. So I expect Buffalo is going to be giving quarterbacks nightmares. This is my last point. This is my last point, and this should give a lot of fear to everybody else. Besides the fact that they played a C-minus game. And don't come at me. They really did. There was a lot of sloppy turnovers. C-minus is not bad. Look at you guys beat the Super Bowl reigning chance by 21 points. The Bills haven't punted two of the last three games. Exactly. Hang that on your head, Rams fans, that came in my comments. The fact that the Bills didn't punt during our game. Now you are part of that history. With that being said, 
This has been the House Call Podcast. Remember, you can't watch the videos for some reason. You don't want to see these uh, handsome faces. We're on Spotify. Go give us a listen. We're on all your social medias. TikTok, Instagram, you name it, we're there. Episode 48, guys. 48. Two more episodes to 50? Two more episodes to 50? That's insane. It yeah. really is. We've got giveaways coming. Rob, what do they get at 500 subs? Let them know. Look, guys, a vintage Matt Ryan jersey, Atlanta Falcons. It's it's a $400 jersey, and it's for free. Like, what what more can you get? Like, just subscribe. We're at 231 followers on or subscribers on YouTube at this current moment, if I'm not mistaken. We're... We really appreciate the overwhelming support. From this month to last month, uh, we doubled our numbers. 1.4K more views than last month. Crazy. We appreciate all your support, guys. Really do. Most definitely. This has been the House Call Podcast. Elliot, take us the fuck home. Signing off. The spread is minus two with the Bills being the favorite. And we're looking at a win line for them of minus 141 as well as the 